put yourself in a position where you can't retreat, where it's do or die, sink or swim. Here's what you'll find out. You'll develop incredible swimming skills. You'll find yourself stroking unlike you've ever seen before. Through the inspiration of desperation, you'll become more creative than ever before. Throw your whole self into it. All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. But make sure you do all you can do. What's up, boys? What's going on? Not much, man. We got got another, uh, got the podcast rolling, got another exciting um, interview and, and guest uh, this week. Um, last week we had Patrick Barnes. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a little biased because Patrick and this next guest, uh, or the one we're getting ready to listen, hear from, Jake Metz, are both from my hometown, uh, both good friends of mine. So uh, it's kind of exciting to get the podcast uh, kicked off with uh, two local folks and uh, kind of that I have some, you know, uh, long history with and kind of share some stories and stuff like that. Um, and then moving forward, we're going to get into a bunch of exciting interviews and, and um, you know, folks outside of our area. So uh, Jake, he brought the passion as he always does. Um, you know, it, it, I've known him forever, so I'm, I'm used to that, but I hope people hope that kind of shines through in the, the interview and people get some nuggets and, and really want a couple things with Jake that stand out to me. His energy has always been contagious and whether it's on a computer screen or through your ear pods that you're listening to this podcast through, I hope you feel and can share in that energy. Um, the other thing is Jake is, um, he has a unique approach and perspective around just his life and career uh, unique to, you know, compared to most folks, because he's, he has never, he mentioned it in the podcast, um, but he's never been motivated by the things that most people are. He's motivated by having a direct influence and impact on folks and um, really impacting a, a situation. So um, it just, you know, he went into a couple stories and examples of that but that that's what i got most from it um bill how about you yeah i mean i've known you know jake for a long time obviously he's one of the original 608b roommates at radford um and i've spent a lot of time with him i've lived with him for a while um so obviously know him very well but i think the the best way to sum up you know him you know, from, from my perspective and knowing him so well is he's always been inspirational to me, you know, even at, even at, in college, it always surprised me. And I didn't even quite understand how he got so many people to gravitate towards him the way he does. Right. And it's, it's just being genuine and who he is. And it really comes through in this podcast. And I mean, obviously I, I'm good friends with him. I'm very proud of him. And just the way that he goes about everything he does is, is, inspires me and hopefully inspires everybody to listen to this. Yeah. How about you, Tim? What'd you get? Yeah. I mean, I had never met Jake before, uh, before the podcast, being able to talk to him a little bit before and a little bit after it was, uh, it was really inspiring to hear how he kind of want to make, wants to make an impact. Um, you know, we were talking about how his, his goal is to kind of open up a training facility and help kids and help people in and around the community. So we really related on, on that level. And I think that speaks volumes to his character. So it was good getting to know him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he, you know, we, 
we could have gone on and on for hours because he he does have a lot of good stuff to share. We didn't really get too much into the coaching stuff he's done, but um, he's made an impact there on on kids and you know high school age kids. You know, and he in in his career now he I, I worked with him. You know, before I left uh, the insurance company, you know, I worked directly with him and just saw the influence he had on like new agents and and you know veteran agents as well. Um, so it was good, good stuff. Um, as always, you know, just want to let everybody know that any of these podcasts, these are, um, just opinions of, of us and, and our guests. Um, it's not intended to be professional advice or legal advice or anything like that. Um, and one thing you'll, you'll kind of hear as we get into it, we had a little bit of, um, audio trouble with this one. Didn't realize it towards the end until towards the end of the podcast or the recording. The conversation was so good. We just opted not to go back and re-record. Uh, we wanted it to stay authentic. So just that little bit of echo you might hear in the podcast, we'll have it cleaned up moving forward. But uh, with that, we'll turn it over to Jake and uh, the interview. And I hope you guys enjoy and uh, have a good one. Jake, man, what's up, what's up my man? All right. So Jake Metz, um, my literal lifelong best friend. So we we have we have been connected at the hip really um, since we were not long out of diapers. Our, our dads, funny story, um, were best friends for many years, and uh, both of their name their nicknames was Buzz. Buzz. Yep. So um, and y'all may have heard me mention Buzz Metz in the last podcast, but. That is Jake's dad, um, and you know Jake's not quite as cool as, as his dad, but you know he's my age, I so be. I kind of had to link up with him, and, and not his dad as I've grown up. But uh, but no, we're Jake's from Surrey County, just like myself. Um, we've been, you know, all of our major and minor life experiences have been been together, and uh, so we got a lot of stories to share. We're gonna try to compress it. Um, into this podcast, um, but this is something we naturally do all the time. We're together a lot. Right. Our wives are real good friends. Our kids are real good friends. We vacation together. Yep. We do everything together. Yep. Um, so, Jake, with that, I'll kind of turn it over to you, and I've got a couple funny stories we'll get into as we go, but uh, just kind of introduce yourself, what you're all about, where, yep. where you came from, well, all that good stuff. A quick thing, both of our dads are, named, are nicknamed Buzz. They're both, I think they're both born in 53, same. so they're both buzzes, but the reason why they're both buzzes is because they both have, uh, they both, neither one of them go by their, their first name, Beverly. My dad's name was Beverly Alvin Seward III. <laughs> My dad's name is Lester Wilson, and they both go by Buzz, so, yeah. and, um, and uh, so that's that's something that you don't find a lot of buzzes, but we both of our dads are buzz, but anyway, yeah. um, so I'm, my name's Jake. I am from Surrey County. A lot of, a lot of uh, Surrey County in these first couple podcasts. Um, Y'all are going to begin to think that uh, Surrey County is uh, full of just strange people, probably, uh, yeah, <laughs> that are willing to do something like this. Awesome people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure y'all, you may even have heard. We've had some pretty famous things come through Surrey County. Uh, Michael Vick and all his, which I'm a big hokey, so I'm, Michael Vick was a, uh, all his problems came from when he came to Surrey and then um, some of the things he came there. And then the Real Housewives of D.C. has someone from Surrey. So if you're looking big, for big housewife, big uh, housewife fan right here, <laughs> not, he's saying no. I'm, I know he is. I'm, I'm he, not, I'm not, I'm he has brought this individual up just about every conversation <laughs> I've had. 
we met, I mean, hey, they, they literally yeah. came and filmed the Hong Kong parade. Yeah. I think, which I think is one of the coolest things we do in the county. So right. they, I'm all about it. So it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. No, that, that's good, man. And uh, Jake, Jake's kind of had a, an interesting um, path, um, you know, with his career. We'll get into that a little bit. But um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, Jake and I, were partners in my very first business for sure uh for sure. J, J and J lawn service so I, I, I didn't even have a driver's license yet he had just gotten his and you want to talk about that I, well it's funny you bring it up because um i was doing i was doing an insurance review here in surrey and um, um i was at the Seward's up here um and they were like they were talking about you know mr Su their dad, yeah. dad or and i said well you know one of the earliest memories I have of Mr. Su our, our company was in J and J Lawn Service. It came to an abrupt end when we left a we left a um, we left a cutting grass somewhere and we, we were driving a single you know, pickup truck. We put our lawnmower in the back of the pickup truck, we drive up to the pickup truck, put weeders in there and we leave. Well we were coming we left it, we pulled onto the highway, started driving down the middle of town and I looked in the we're six, I'm sixteen, he's fifteen. We look in the rearview mirror and my lawnmower, my dad's lawnmower, is doing flips down the middle of the road. And if you remember, Mr. Seward pulled up to us and asked, Hey, I've been meaning to get y'all to come cut my grass. Yeah, I was like, I think, we're, I think we're done cutting grass. I think right. J&J just came to an abrupt finish. We didn't have the uh, the assets to yeah. make up that loss. So right. Lawnmower. Well, one one more thing about that, that same day or maybe the day before, um, that was leading to the end. I had a pitchfork, uh, oh. and I will say that accident with the lawnmower. Uh, Jake had left the lawnmower in neutral. I'm uh, we'll my fault. I'll take it. So we'll Not just my pass fault. that off to him. But yeah. the day before, we were loading everything up. Lawnmower was loaded in the truck. I had a pitchfork, and I just I tossed it. You know, the pitchfork forward right into the tire of the lawnmower, and it went. And yeah. uh, flattened. We fixed it. The next day, we yeah. blow the whole operation yeah. up. Yeah. So, and, yeah. but it was a good summer. It was a good day. One hundred percent. We had business cards. Yeah, I still have business. Yeah. I have a business card still. Yeah. I have some of them. I don't have all of them, but it's funny. But that was our first. That was your first business, and my, yeah. my. We tried to make it that summer. We had enough money to get gas and food. Yeah. Yeah. And it. then we we done some. You know, through I guess high school and college. Jake's dad was. Um, Jake's dad had a, a full-time job, worked for a big corporation, had a big job with them. Um, but uh, on the side, he always did, he was a commercial waterman mm -hmm. uh, for the last, well, not forever, but like as we got into our teenage mm -hmm. years. So he had a crab pot license, and um, but he was working full-time, so he didn't always have time to focus on it. And Jake and I kind of ran those crab pots a couple summers. Uh, you and my brother did it for a while. Yeah. I did it by myself for a while. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've always hustled, you know, coming up to make an extra buck. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Um, I, well, I'll, yeah, I remember being out there in a sixteen-foot John boat, with a fifteen-horsepower, fishing one hundred and fifty pots with no, just by yourself. And and back then, you think, man, this, you thought, hey, this is tough. But if you think about how much time you had to be up, I mean, that, on the river, it's perfect weather. It was summertime, yeah, yeah, and awesome. you're, you're out there. You could swim. Me, your brother and I had a ball yeah. doing it out there before, before, before daylight. Before daylight, watch the sun come yeah, up on the river every day. Stuff. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, I will drag this on, but I got to tell this story mm -hmm. about you and my brother. And my brother was probably twelve. Oh. Yeah, twelve years He's old. Start seventh grade. Whatever. This John is. boat that you know we evolved to have a nice Carolina skiff that we would you know, had a crab pot puller. But in the early days, we had this little John boat. Yep. It was steered by the, uh, it was a 25 horsepower? 15. 15. Yeah. 
And so you steered in the back, and, well, Jake's heading down Gray's Creek one morning, um, and my brother was up front just staring straight ahead. Jake's driving the boat, and he we didn't make the best choices when we were young. We're boys. We are stupid sometimes. I still think. Jake dives out of the boat to mess with my brother. Full speed. Thinking my brother was just going to laugh, hop back, grab the, the motor, and turn around and pick him up. My brother was asleep. He was up up front, head hanging asleep. Had no idea that Jake had jumped out until the boat starts going. Uh, no, I, so, I literally remember I, I, we're going like we're going as fast as the boat would go. Right. And I and I and we to be honest, we I'd done it before. Mm. And he fine. So we wasn't this like, was a common. This, 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 right, so then right. so so he he I as soon as I leaked, I realized he was not looking real spry. Yeah. <laughs> and I said I was mid air like. <laughs> and he finally got oh, it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made it so we he didn't. But I tell you, my life flashed before my eyes because I thought Brandon's about to run up into the marsh. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that happens. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, man. You um, we we went to high school together at Tidewater Academy. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I guess you and I have always been connected, like I said. But I I went away for a few years. My family moved up to um, Northern Virginia. For I don't know two years Front from Royal. time Front Royal mm-hmm. from I, from the time I was like six to eight, mm-hmm. but I came back and I was in I was third grade. I remember uh, the day you came. I remember the day you came, I can vividly and you'll you'll laugh because I can say that. Uh-huh. I can vividly remember the teacher bringing you to the door and saying, "Do you know anybody in here?" And you and you were like looking look up and, and they say, oh, "Yeah," and they threw you in our class. Right. That's yeah. how you got to our, that third grade. Do you remember yeah, that? I don't remember that. Yeah. So you come to the door. One of the teachers is like, "Do you know anybody in here?" Yeah, threw him in there, and that's how we got Miss Mason. Miss May Mason. Yeah, yeah. Who, who paddled you? She paddled me. I was I was not a well behaved kid um, by any stretch, <laughs> and that that went right on into high school. But I eventually got it together. I, I had a good heart, but I was a bit of a class clown. But Miss Mason, third grade, she yeah. paddled me with a so set of rollers on my hand in class. Yeah. Uh, eventually, my desk got moved to next to right her. right next to her. Jake was always. He was a low key bad behavior kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, so he, and it usually fell on me. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I think it could go both ways. Right, right. Uh, yeah. But went, went through that, ended up at Tidewater for like middle school, high school. Um, jumped around to a couple different colleges, but we both landed at um, Radford University. <laughs> and y'all heard us talk about 608B, which is the name of our company. Well, Jake was a member of 608B as well, um, and he lived in that apartment for, for two, a few two years. Two years, yeah. Was, three yeah. Two. Um, so, yeah, we were at at Bradford together. Um, anything in, before we go about that, that? I want to come clean on something. So I've listened to the podcast. Okay, I need to come clean. Um, so I'm the person who started the challenge with you. Um, the the, the, the um, workout September workout. So if anybody okay. was looking for the person who quit, it was me. <laughs> so I'm the one who failed. We still love him though. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember. It was um, you know that 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 how many workouts we can do in September situation. Oh. That was brutal and yeah. that was fun, whatever. But then I I I, was, I remember September, coming up and I was like, hey, let's see how. And I had no idea. Right. We, we were talking our life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so. Well, the yeah. way that ended, yeah. so Jake would do most of his workouts yeah. late at night, like after the kids, families in bed. I hated it. And we kept saying, Jake, you're going to fall asleep one night or sitting at your couch. And sure enough, like uh, six or eight months in, you texted us and said, boys, 
But we didn't get a text from him that night. And I was at Evan's house, so, so I was in Northern Virginia. Okay. Put yeah. the kids to sleep, and when I went to put the kids to sleep, um, I laid down in bed and I went to sleep. And I'm sure, like in my right. mind, I just wanted to go to sleep. Right. And, but and, and, but it, that's what happened. Yeah. But it's probably a good thing it happened, and you're better off than us no. more because it is psychotic. <laughs> but anyway, I'm um, clean. Yeah. So Radford University, yep. best place, best thing that ever happened to me. Yep, and I would agree. Same thing. Um, you know, it's just good, good small university here in Virginia. We we have a lot of memories that we could spend the entire day talking about stuff from there. But this isn't a comedy podcast. Well, <laughs> Patrick said something. Um, Patrick said something, you know, he mentioned um, in the, one of the podcasts uh, that um, choices, like, you know, you are part of a choice. And that's just, so if you remember, you know, you were basically out and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And when he says out, I was out of school. I had been to two different colleges. I wasn't even going to class. No, you, call, you, you called me and you're like, Jake, I haven't been to class in three weeks. I was at uh, Christopher Newport. Yeah. Y'all were at Radford. You yeah. had already been yes. there. Yes. I was. Failing everything. Yeah, not said, going to class. I have. I still to this day have nightmares about um, thinking like, God, I haven't been to class in a month. I, I'm gonna fail the class. But listen, you call it. You said, and you can. If you do you remember this? Yeah. So it goes. So you call Jake. I don't. No one knows this. My mom doesn't know. No one doesn't know this. Like I haven't been to class in three weeks. Like I, I'm failing everything. I said, what are you, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I just, I don't, you know, I'm just out of it. I said, he, he was taking tennis. He had a tennis class. Yep. I said, man, listen, go withdraw from all your classes except for the tennis class. And you did. And I remember we came, I came home from my last exam from Radford, my first semester of Radford. And we, I went to your final exam for your tennis. I do not remember Your this. final exam for yeah. tennis at TNU. <laughs> and we were like, hardcore. You were out giving it everything you had to get, to get an A in your tennis class because we were trying to get it in CNU. I mean, right, right. you yeah. with, so you got withdrawals on the other, so you didn't fail. You got all of them taken care of, and then you got the A in that, and they let you in the ref. Remember, they let you in the ref like that week. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So they, when they finally let me in, which took a little bit of negotiating, you had to call the lady. Yeah, and uh, but they they let me in. They told me I think on a Thursday, and we had to be up there for school. You had to be there that Monday, but I had to leave that weekend and do some kind of orientation. Last that day it was the last day of hunting season, so I go out, find out Thursday, I go out, I kill a deer on Friday, yeah. and then Saturday morning I'm packed up heading out. Yeah, so, we were yeah. together. I have a picture in my house. I mean, you and I took a picture. We were in Bedford when you first started seeing the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture. It's out of your it's out of your um, Nissan's window. Okay. A picture of the mountains as we drove up there for uh-huh. the first time with you. I was awesome. I don't think I've ever been happier uh, when I was young, my younger age. In that moment, okay. so we're going to Radford, which I loved. We're, you're finally coming back, and it's perfect. Like I was just fired up yeah. going up there. I, I, I picture every time I see it. I, it's a stupid picture, it's just a picture out of the window of your little Nissan truck. Right, but I, I still have that. So yeah, anyway. that's good stuff. But we have a lot of good memories there. And um, I want to take two yep. Sorry, no, go. This is easy, right? So I learned something that I learned something that year. From you that I still use today. That from the scenario, and I'm glad you. This is weird. It came up. You don't remember, but you might remember. But you applied to Radford, and it wasn't looking like you were going to get in. You remember there was a lady you became friends with in the admissions office. Mm-hmm. You kept talking to her. You kept talking to her. You kept talking to her. Kept talking to her, and it wasn't looking good. But, but somehow you connected with her and connected. And finally, at the very last, like fine. Yeah, she they, let you in. Yeah, like, she yeah, let we'll, the we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, because. 
it yeah. changed. So it changed my whole perspective on which I kind of probably already knew because that's but that people people can change things. They can like it's a connection. It's, it's literally like anybody. You got it. You would have been like just a straight no, whoop, right? But you were a yes because you, you were persistent. But you made a relationship. Yeah. You remember really? Yeah, yeah. And you're getting into some some like mindset stuff here, but. Yeah. You and I both, uh, since then, you, I'd say you even more so than me, but like there is no, no, no. there's like, no. like, and, and yeah, yes, some things you cannot get done, but we're just wired and we've learned that there's always angles. There's always ways to get around it where most people say, oh, well, she said we can't do that. They've never let anybody do that. Okay. <laughs> well, there's, I accept the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, think right. I think you're, I yeah. think, I think that. We can naturally stumble upon this conversation with. You're right. Yeah. Like it's 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 in it's in, in who we are. And I enjoy. It. Me too. I, I want to be told. told yeah. Yeah. That this is impossible, and yeah. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. it's not gonna right. work. That's not gonna work right. um, for us. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's you. You made that yeah. happen. I was. I yeah. would be. Made, I don't know if I was learned that then or just got excited it happened, but it was amazing. Yeah. That was my that was my first real like sales sales yeah. like experience. Amazing. I had to sell this woman on. I know it doesn't look good on paper. Like this doesn't look good. I've bounced around. You look great. Look great. I, I may have. I don't know. But I just remember having those conversations with her. I was like, I just give me this opportunity. I will not screw it up. And I almost screwed it up. We, I, we, I, we, yeah. we, 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 we get through all that, get through college. Uh, you graduated a year before I did. So what what was next up for Jake Mintz after that? So when I was in school, I, I got my degree um, uh, public relations, communications, public relations. Number one, I did that because I thought that I, I could, I, I mean, I was trying to find a way to get a degree, right? I was like, this is the way to get a degree. I would find a way to get it. So that's, and I, number two, I enjoyed the idea of like helping promote things or, help, or helping change ideas. I mean, I had this big, aspirations of like being this PR person right and so um and but let me go back before that but yeah so I, I got that degree and when I finished school but when I finished school I had done all my internships with Dominion Power right and I, I mean good ones like in the nuclear public affairs so you and me all of us back then like do a degree come back and work at Surrey that was, that, that was, what that you was did, the right? number one goal though you live in Surrey you want to stay in Surrey you work at Dominion Power and yeah. so, all right, so Surrey is not somewhere that mo some people may have never would want to live here. Lots, most people would not. Population seven thousand. Seven thousand people live here. There, we don't have a grocery store. We don't. We, you know, we don't. There's not much here. But for people who take pride in what, which we do, uh, it was what we wanted to do. I remember, you know, we we wanted to get a degree and figure out a way to be able to live here. Yeah. And so I, I did my. So I was like, I'm going to go work in um, at Dominion. Yeah. And so that's kind of how. Um, what, what, what my goal was, and, and I got an internship with Nuclear Public Affairs. I was working with Rick Zerker and Miss Elmore down the road, and it was what I thought I was going to do. But you changed that. I changed that. Yeah, you changed that. Okay, yeah, you were pretty part of that. So, mm -hmm. you, you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. I want to know. So, I, I, so, I, so I graduated college in '03. I do an, I do my second internship in Nuclear Public Affairs. Um, the job that I want in Nuclear Public Affairs at the, for Dominion. The guy goes to 9-11 happened. So he's in, he goes to war. And so the guy doing the job that I want is the war. Uh, because I had done well in my internships, they offered me to do his job until he comes back. They, they said, look, we want you to stay. Please stay here and do this. But when he comes back, we have to give him his job back. I completely understand yeah. that, right? Well, number one, 
Um, so I like the yeah. So I really think that if this didn't happen, I'd still be. I, well, maybe not, but maybe we would have still. We're talking about the trip. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So 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 then, Clay Love, one of our good buddies, you, Stephen Warren, month month yeah. start trying start planning a trip to drive around the country before at the end of the summer. So I'm doing this. In, I'm working at Dominion Power. I'm graduated college. I'm out of college. Y'all have one year left of college. And you're like, we're going to drive around the country for a month. Yep. And I, I was desperate to go with it. No money. Zero dollars. Yep. I mean, I worked, we worked in, I worked yeah. an internship, but I didn't have much. Very little money. money. Very yeah. little money. Yeah. And so so I quit that job because I, I, I knew the guy was coming back in October. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to sit here and miss this trip for two months of work. I'll get another job. Right. I'm, going, I'm going on this trip. Right. I said, I'm, this job is not going to keep me from having an experience in my lifetime. So I quit the job when I did. It was like, it was I mean, it changed my life Yeah. because I would still work for Dominion, I think, if I didn't Probably. go on that trip, yeah. which is crazy to think, yeah. right? Yeah. Which would be fine. Like, it's a great career, no, but no, no. so many good things have happened. It's, it's amazing to work. Yeah. I right. say, I'm just saying yeah. that other, my route would have been different. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that that trip changed where I went. And what a trip. <laughs> Another life-changing yeah. experience. Yeah. You know, it, it, eye-opening and right. enlightening and amazing. And, and, and it... Yeah, that trip again. We spent a lot of time on it, but we we didn't have a plan. We just knew we had blocked off. It was about four weeks that we were just going to be gone, and we wanted to get to the West Coast. Oh, to the West Coast! Yeah, oh, we, up the West Coast! Right. Yeah. We didn't have money, so we were eating like. I mean, it was a big deal to stop at Subway to buy um, yeah, some yeah, subs. Yeah, 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 and we had packed a bunch of tuna fish. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was half like that. But four hundred dollars is what the trip costs for a month. Yeah, and we drove. Um, and we, we didn't have destinations. Like we were just driving until we saw something cool. And in that town, they tell us about the next cool thing. No, let me tell you something. We probably missed a lot of cool things. We missed a whole bunch of cool things. But here's, here's, what's, here's what's cool about that. You, Clay, Moff, me, and this is still today. And I think it's a big part of who we are mm-hmm. and what you do. And, how, and probably a big part of what you're doing right now is we had no fear that we would not be okay. Oh, yeah. Right. No, and it was yeah. ignorance. But right. Like we had no fear that we'd wake up in the morning, we would figure out what we're gonna do, we'd go do it, and we would make it all the way around the country. We had no feet, we had no money. Yeah, no, we, we never once was worried about it. We were never nervous. No, yeah. let's go. And yeah. and um that's you know that's think about that. That was a that, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean we were pulling over outside of like Yellowstone, not in a campground, just pulling over camping in the woods with grizzlies around. <laughs> I mean like but it was just kind of that dumb, that ignorant bliss. You know? Also, we, do you still feel like it's going to be all right all the time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah. yeah. It's just the yeah. way. And, um, and you and I kind of, we've come up and, and we've evolved in the, with that. But that that's always been the foundation of our mindset. It's just like, what the hell ever, man. We've been through some bad stuff. Right. But bring it on. Bring it on. We'll figure it out. And, and yeah. we kind of enjoy that. It's not my life gets mad at me because I say, we'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> it, yep. It'll, it'll, it'll work out. I say it'll work out. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes yeah. that's probably not true. Well, it, it, but but if it doesn't, then we'll figure that out. That's right. You know, and that, that's um, it's a saying. It's a book I read probably three or four years ago. Um, God, I wish I could remember. I need to look this up because I've talked about the book a lot. But the name of the book is Everything is Figure Out. I, I, I need to read that book. And it's true. It's written by a female. I'm going to drop in the show notes who this book is, a link to it. But it's just talking about what Jake just mentioned. There is nothing that gets put in front of you 
that can't be solved. No puzzle that can't be solved. And if it can't be, truly cannot be solved, you'll figure out a way to work around that circumstance yeah, and, and be better for it on the back end. So I, 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 I think that's um, a huge tool that we keep in our toolbox that that helps us succeed is we're not we're not we don't when something pops up we don't put our head down yeah. we just say all right let's go and figure it out well and one thing about you um and we'll get back to kind of your yeah. career in a minute but when it comes to figuring things out your default mode with just about every situation is let me Let's try this. Let me try to make it better. Let me try to make it better. Let me try to make it better. Right. I mean, just as recent as yesterday, we were talking about something, and I was telling you, it's a flaw. Or, it's not a flaw because a lot of times some good stuff comes, good ideas come out right, of it. Right, but right. I was telling you about whatever issue I was dealing with, and and your brain instead of like empathy or sympathy, it's like, oh, we'll try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. That's the teacher in you. It's the coach in right. you. And you, you say and sometimes recognize it as a flaw, it's a net positive for sure because you've impacted a lot of situations. Well, like that, uh, you know? I'll tell you, um, you know, your, your wife doesn't want to hear you fix everything. Or something like, you know, your daughter who, had, you know, who just fell down and scraped her knee. Yep. You know, but, um, you know I, I think naturally I like to see things improve. Yeah. Like I just naturally want to, and it's, and it's, um, it's a weird feeling. I think being a teacher and a coach, you naturally want to see those people improve. Like my family, I naturally, I, you just, I don't know, I don't know where it came from. I don't know where the root of it is. You know where it comes from, but like, I naturally want to, genuinely want to help people, help things improve. Right. I want someone to improve. I want the business, to, like you know, I want my my company to improve. Yep. I want my friends to improve. I want I want you. I want that. Like yep. and, and it can be. It can come off as nitpicky or could come off as know-it-all or could come off as um trying to fix everything which like which well, is, yeah like you have the answer to everything and i don't but it's not yes yeah. not that at all right you know, right yeah, right i don't feel that way i don't want to be that way but i want to, i i just have a want to now i don't know if i have the ability but i have a want to improve i've heard you talk about um like talking to and again we'll get to like right now jake works in the insurance industry so he um he's uh over a bunch of people, but he works a lot, has a lot of influence on um, the new agents that come through. And I've heard you talk about the domino yeah. analogy, and it's yeah. kind of what you're talking about, just one leading to the next. Right, so so, so, I think this came from coaching. I, I just think that, and I, you hear people talk about this all the time, it's incremental incremental things, right? And so compounding, compounding. Compound, right. compound. So, and it's every single day. It, the first thing that, you, you read this and stuff, the first thing you got to do every day is put your feet on the floor. No matter what, the, whatever the, Feet led you to yesterday. Doesn't matter, good or bad. That put your feet on the floor. And when we talk about new agents, we talk about our people and our business. We want them to know that you can't. I tell my, this is crazy. You, I got you know, I coach a little eight-year-old softball teams, right, or nine-year-old, ten-year-old softball team now. And I teach this all the time. And this is silly, but it applies to life. It's you can't fix the last play. You can only fix the next play. And like I mean that. Like you can't fix the last play. You can mess the next play up by thinking about the last play or worrying about the last play. You can only, and this is life. Yeah. Like you can't fix it like yesterday. It's done. It's done. Yeah. You, you, can, you can't fix yesterday. You can only, and you can mess today up by worrying about yesterday or the only day you can fix is tomorrow or the, the day or today, right? 
That's it. Yeah. Today. There's Not tomorrow. Only, today. Right. Yeah. There's only one right way to use yesterday, and that's as reflection on, okay, what did I learn there, and how can I apply it to do that? Right. So I have these nine-year-old girls. Who I, who I, I've coached them since they were little, right? You know what I'm saying? When I say little, they were smaller. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm trying to create little monsters. Right. And what I mean by that, I want them to be prepared for, for – for, 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 I want these little girls to be prepared to, to face adversity, right? And I think they are. Yeah. And so that's a big part of what we do and with the new agents. I want them to feel be fair. Like it doesn't matter. Yesterday, you literally can't do anything about it except for use it and go, use it and go. And that may be callous in some kind of ways, no. but it is who it's just, I feel like the only success I've ever had in my life is by being incrementally better the next day, incrementally better the next day. Yeah. I used to talk to my boys on the basketball team. Like we're building, a, we start building the house on the first day of the of the off season, we start putting bricks up every single day, and by the end of the year, our how nice our house is is how many bricks you put how how consistently you put bricks on our house to build our house. So at the end of the basketball season, we want this we want to win a championship. We want to be we want to be better basketball players. We want to be better people, and we have to do that every day. Yeah, and that's it. Every it's an right. every day. Yeah, it's an everyday thing. So let, let's go to that. So like, let's quickly get you you were at my opinion. No, 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 I'm getting no, no. Up. I'm sorry. You're, you're great, but I and I, I want this, but I kind of want to get. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you were at Dominion. You go on this trip with us. Mm -hmm. After that, you do a couple things. Uh, I think you were working at Smithfield Foods for a little bit. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And then, but let's get to the point where the kind of the light bulb goes off. Like I am meant to lead, impact, and coach and teach. Okay. Where, where so, to go. so you probably knew this, but so I'm gonna go real. I'm gonna go real quick on this. But like, so every team I was ever on, my friend group, I always felt like. I was responsible for them. You know, I was, I'm talking about when I was nine years old. Like, I felt me and Patrick Barnes were on the same baseball team a lot. You know what I'm saying? He had their order me about one year, but like, I, I always felt like I had to be, what would you, uh, not the leader, but I needed to be an uh, influence on those people, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and so I always wanted to make sure they were taken care of, make sure that, like, I, I, and from a, from a watch, I'm going to give a real example of this yeah. of when we were kids. <clears throat> We live around the James River. We spent our lives on the James River, wakeboarding, kneeboarding, all that stuff, on boats all the time. When we were kids, you know, what do you do when you're on a boat on the water? You, you dive in, right? Jake, with that, and this this goes way back, but with that mentality of he feels responsible for everybody, we, we would always call him Safety Joe. You know, like, don't dive into the water. He, you, know, you never know what's on the I would dive myself. Like, grown men say that, not little kids. So he was always looking out for the crew. I was. And I, and so, so, so here's the thing. I knew pretty early that I wanted to coach. And then probably in high school, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Right. And so, um, like, my dad was our, my dad was my baseball coach. And I loved, with a capital L, loved the way – he changed those kids' lives when he was coaching. He was just literally coach, right? Mm -hmm. But they all to this day, people remember my dad's there. Right. Like, he just had that much impact on them. Like yep. the, the way he treated them, right. the way the way he cared about them, the way it wasn't just about the sports. Like he's he's far better than me, right? He he was just he my dad was just person that people could count on and love for that. So I knew early on, I said, I, like, I want to do that. I, whatever he has, whatever that is, I think I have that too. And so I knew that. So flash forward senior year in high school. Um, you have to do an internship in senior high school. I did mine as a gym teacher. Okay. I don't know if you know that. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to Frank Fordick's new school in okay. Colonial Heights and did an internship with a teacher. Okay. I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, my first year of school thinking I was going to go be good enough to agree to be a science teacher. Quickly um, chickened out of being a teacher because I thought I would not make enough money. Right. 
um, which is surprising because honestly, money never really and still is not a super important thing to me as far as it's like a tool. it's a tool. It doesn't right. motivate me that yeah. much, right? It, money never has been. It doesn't. Yeah. It, so I was like, I don't. So but somehow, some way in college, I got. I was like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm going to do something else. Okay. I got, I got, so I said, oh, I'll just go to ref and be this. Well, the, all the way through, I had in the back of my mind, I, I might not be a teacher. I'm going to go real fast. So I go, to, I, I, we go on that trip. I lose, I, I, I lose the job at Dominion because I go on the trip or whatever. And so go to the, go, to, go on the trip. I come back, I'm bouncing around. I went to work for Smithfield Foods, hated every single moment of it. And the reason, and you know what's funny about that? I hated every moment of it, which probably showed to the people I was with. And I, I was, let go at, at a reduction of force or whatever, but I'm pretty sure right. they needed to get there. Yeah, they didn't yeah. want me around anymore. You right. know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, they laid off people, but I was pretty high on the list to get laid off. I mean, I was 22 years old, 23 years old, and I was not doing very well. Yeah. And yes. I hated it. So, long story short, I go to so Surrey High School. Miss Miss Reed Miss Rita was up there, and Rita Holmes, and they were they were needing a science teacher, and I heard about it. So I go up to the school and sit, have a meeting with Ms. Holmes. I sit in the office. We're in a room, a small, tiny room, and she sits in a chair right here. Have you ever heard the story? She sits. I'm sure I have, but she I sits in this chair right here. Behind her, she doesn't know this. There's a whiteboard. Teachers need it, and she list. They listed off all the teachers they needed. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here talking to her, looking at this list, going, you know, one or two. So I'm looking. So she goes. She goes. Well, what do you think you can teach? And I'm like, one of the things up there was earth science. <laughs> And I said, I'm pretty sure I could teach her science. I mean, I'm astronomy. I know that stuff. I, I know geology. I can do it. And she went, what do you mean? And I said, no. <laughs> I told her this later. Yeah, and she yeah. knows. And I said, she said, we need one. I said, well, and I think, like, that was there. Like, I know uh, Patrick was saying things don't have to, it maybe doesn't feel right. for a reason. But I, it was there for me. I really yeah. believe I, right. a, a bunch of things have happened. You made a choice to use it. That, 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 that's right. So I see it, right? And so I saw that. And I said, and she said, okay. So there I So I went from. So I, I had to go get a, uh, she, she up. They brought me on as like a temporary teacher. Um, and then I, I went, I quickly became, I got, you know, started teaching. Landon Pittman started coaching at Hollywood Academy. He asked me to help him. The next thing you know, I'm the assistant varsity girls, uh, girls basketball coach. And then they were going for me. Yeah, that's how I went. So you, you started teaching and you were coaching at a different school, teaching in one school. Yep. Coaching another school, mm -hmm. got started scratching that itch that uh, of the coaching itch, yeah. and that's of all the things you've done, that's where I've seen other than being a husband and a father yeah. and like coaching right. these little girls now. Right. That's where I saw your passion gas got lit on it, and, yeah. and spent some time here talking about coaching. So, so um, you went on to coach and do some big things. So, there. so I'll, I'll just admit this, you know, I I, I, I talked to coach. Right. Like I didn't coach to teach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I didn't teach. I, understand. I, yeah. Yeah, I could talk. I was a science teacher in the high school, but I was there to coach. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. Right. And so um, uh, we talked about it earlier. I just have this like um, this extreme passion to watch people get better. To I feel like I, I feel like I can impact people to, 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 to grow. Um, I feel like that it, it means something to me to see someone improve. Right. So that so I become coach, and I and here's another thing. Here's a big part of it. Like I'm from Surrey, so I'm coaching kids that I know will come, will grow up, become men where I live. Right. And so I'm coaching and teaching these kids, and I just am putting. Like, I went all in. No like, doubt. I went all in. Like yeah. I, I, it is hands down the most dedicated, the most, the most. 
the most detail, the most effort of anything I've ever done up until that point was to, before I became a father, because I didn't have kids then, like for, for 13 years, I coached as hard as I could coach. And sacrificed a lot to do that. Oh, right. You won't say it, but like you, right. you sacrificed time with friends and family. And, um, you sacrificed career a little bit to some degree. Well, here's yeah. a, look, here's yeah. a, so this is a very, I mean, I was very cognizant of this, right? So I, I was going after the thing I wanted the most. Like I loved it and I still love it, right? I was going after the thing I loved the most. And I didn't, I thought the only place to scratch that it was with sports, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I learned later since now yeah. in my career that you can trust that it's right. at work. But, but, but I thought that was it. So I was watching Brian Keebles go become amazingly successful at his job. I was watching Bill Phillips go become amazingly successful. Like I was watching you become amazing. Like I was watching y'all and I, and I spent, I spent 13 years, you know, knowing that I too could be in that world that y'all were in. Right. Financially making gains, time, you know, think, doing some different things. But I didn't want that. Like I wanted to coach. I wanted to grow. That's what I just liked doing. Right. And I, and, and I, I will say this, it, it, it became, it became something that was, uh, uh, you know, part of me. I thought it was who I, you know, it, it was me. Yeah. I was a coach, you yeah. know, what I'm saying? and so, um, but when, but one opportunity. So when I left, so I, I went to get a degree to be a principal, right? So I got my degree to be a principal, and then so yeah, went got your master's degree at Virginia Tech. Master's degree, at Virginia, so I could be a principal. Yeah. But the reason why I was doing that, and I'll tell you now, is because I just wanted to see. I wanted right. to stay there. Right. You know, I wanted to make more money, but I wanted to stay there. Yeah. I wanted to be a but then I realized, um, I started realizing that there was more like, that I wanted, that I could, there, I could impact, impact adults. I could impact, impact. It didn't have to be in the school system. And when I left that school system, it felt, it, it, I'm a very loyal person. You probably know that. Yeah. It felt like I was turning my back on so many people. Yeah, trust me. I just went through this feeling yeah, last it, year. It, so. felt, like, it yeah. felt like I was, like every kid in that school, every kid I ever taught, every kid I ever coached was, like, I felt like I was there to help them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, it was, it was, it was hard. But the best, the, I said, Raffer's one of the best thing ever to me. You called me in February and said, "Hey, Jake, I don't know if you ever, you want to leave, but there's an opening in Smithfield with Farm Bureau." Halfway joke, you know, when I let you know. Yeah. I mean, like I, I didn't think for a second you'd consider it, but yeah. And but I hit a point where I wanted to. Right. And yep. you, you know, and. That's a life-changing moment for me. Yep. So, so 2015. 2000. It was 2015. Yeah, February 2015. I started June 2015. Real quick, you you know that led to us obviously talking quite a bit about it. I think you went on to apply for it, um, but you you and Evan wanted to go out to dinner, which we see each other all the time, but with me and Katie to specifically talk about like all the things around the job. Sure. And I've been in it for years. Sure. This um and that. That night, we we had just moved into our house. You gave us that. Well, you can't see it. The big ass. Yeah, right. Oh, really? So that, 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 uh, that, uh, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, go so go so, so so um, I look. I think about how naive I was to be even to, to even. I was. I almost didn't take it. Mm -hmm. Like I can't. I was. I like. I was. I didn't want to be an insurance agent. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I didn't think I put my heart into it. Right. Like I, everything I've ever done, I've, right. I've done based on like. Like the reason why at Smithfield, there was I could have any part into that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so at Dominion, I felt like it was something I I, I was I could get have an impact. Yeah, yeah. And so um, and so with with Farm Bureau, how, na how naive I was, right? Because right. what we do is super important, right? And um, I did I but I was questionable, mm -hmm. and so I think I did did it. Yeah. So that's that's how I got there. So you you know you 
you ended up, um, in a way, you, you, the name of this podcast, Burning the Boats, but you, and and I, and I really, I, I keep saying this, but I want to be clear, when, when I think of burning the boats, I don't mean burning bridges. No, I don't no, mean, no, 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 it means not, you, right, you have no way back. Right, it's, it just means that, like, this chapter is done, and I'm moving on, and I'm not going to. Uh, well, let me, let me tell you this, you'll love this, for burning the boats part of it. I, I, I burn the boats to teach him, not the, not the bridges, the boats. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you. So I started in June, and my license, and in the back of my head, um, I'm thinking, you know, if it all, I, 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 for a minute, I was like, if I have to, if I don't like this, I have all summer before I, I can I can work in this job all summer, right. and then I can go back to teach if I have to. Yeah. But the second week there, I said, if I do that, if I have that mindset, then I'm going, I remember this vividly. So I let my teaching license lapse on purpose so i had no way right yeah i let it i let it let it yeah so i had a choice i had a choice i said i said i can should i should i go get my i had to take one science class and one class to should i let should i take the class to get the points you need to renew it i said it was later on like maybe i'm saying something like that. i said should i take that or should i or should i and i said mm-hmm. let's go yeah and i remember yeah. i remember that, that was a scary thing and, and I, I remember talking to Evan, i said I'm gonna let my teacher license go. She's like, I'm like, I guess you can get it back. I was like, no, I'm, it's gone. So, yeah. yeah. And then you, now you're in my world. Like you, in 2015, you know, you've been watching me in this career society. I started with Farm Bureau in 05, 06 ish. So you've been watching me for almost 10 years in this career. Very, um, I guess, well versed on it from the perspective of me sharing with you yeah, about yeah. jobs, Constantly. but just not, you know, you haven't basically. Go back to school and learn insurance. Now it's a sales job. I told you know, obviously I'm I'm in the company. I've done very well mm-hmm. at that point. So everybody's reaching out to me. You know, uh, we know you and Jake are friends. How do you think he'll do? You know, this is when you were in the interview process. Right. You got to hire. Him. Like yeah. it, it, trust me. All of those things that made him a good teacher, good coach. Right. Above it all, he is the ultimate competitor. Right. You put him in a sales world where he has numbers and a scoreboard and stuff like that, he's going to blow y'all away. Right. And you're not going to talk about this, but you have done from day one just that. Well, know? I don't. So I think that I have done less than what you wanted. Less, I always think, I think about this all the time. Like, I'm less than what you said I was. I think that all the time. You know, you evolved into what, uh, yeah, took right. you, you got a little slow start. Right. But, so I, but I have incrementally right. every yeah. day got better. Yeah. Right. And so I always thought, I was like, man, I, now, so I will say this, like, and you, you probably know this, I, I am willing to sacrifice something for myself to help someone else. Like, it's just, um, and I don't mean that, that, that sounds like a copy thing to say, but for me, it's easy for me to go, to go hey, let's, let's get done there. And then, and, and then, and then I'll, right. and, and, you know, Evan, you know, even, you know, with my family or whatever, so sometimes I'll, I'll take too many times trying to fix that yeah. to other people yeah. and, and, um, so nowadays, I'm trying to balance the idea of how much effort to put into making our people better, mm-hmm. and then also make sure we're you know, sales person. So it's been a, that's been a balance, right? right? And so I've been it's been interesting. But um, but you've never like you, so that was that was 2015. So you're eight years into it. You're not you're not in June. Yep. You started with um, you started in Smithfield, mm-hmm. which is ne- next county over. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is your your lack of fear to jump on opportunity, you sure. know. So and and always just trying to make things better. And and for you, I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but I think every step you've made in the career, your primary focus is 
yeah, okay, maybe this opportunity makes me more money and all that stuff, but I get to have a bigger influence, that's which it. you let off in this conversation with, that's what matters most to you is having an influence. Yeah. So every, every step of your way, you had a chance to leave Smithfield to go to Suffolk, which is two counties over, yep. for the job for you, yep. but it gave you an opportunity to have a little more influence. 100%. And so I, there's a, there's and maybe Eric, there's lots of people like this, I'm sure, but I just feel... And it feels like I'm talking about myself, which is not good. This is the point of this. I know. About it just you. feels like I'm talking. I don't like that part of it. But I, I'll tell you this. No, no time to be humble. Okay. All right. I, well, I, I, I've always felt like um, I just I wanted I wanted to go there and have more impact. I wanted to have, and it's not. It has nothing to do with my ego. It's. I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe it has something. Everybody has ego, but I have. I just think when I get there, I can make it better. When I get there, and I get, and I, and I feel like most places I've been, except for Smithfield. I did make it better, no doubt. And I, and I, and I feel like that every basketball team I've ever been a part of, every, I, I, tr I feel like, and I feel like it's, I feel responsible to do that. Mm -hmm. I know that. I feel like it's a calling. Like I should be using these skills that I have to, and that is a, a to talk about yourself like that's a weird thing. But no. I, I, whenever I like, so I'll give you an example. So my little girls play softball, right? And the, there was uh, we live in Smithfield and. That we have a pretty big league there, um, and um, I was coaching that league, and the commissioner of the softball prop people of the she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. Well, I didn't want any parts of it. Like I just didn't want to. Like I, I, I wanted to coach my kids. I knew that that was the, easy, the easiest thing for me to coach my kids. But then I realized, so I can make it good for four kids, five kids, nine kids, or I can make it better for two hundred kids. Right. And so I said, let's go. Yep. So I grab it and I want, and so I want. Meanwhile, I'm in your ear like you're. you're yeah, 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 yeah. You, Bill, what are you doing? I yeah. understand you want to help some people, but you bought a lot of money. All those little people you want to help, they got parents. They got parents. Yeah, exactly. but, yeah. but, but, but right. that goes back. I don't think, I, and you know this, I think I can do it. Yeah. Like I think that the parent that calls mad and the parent that calls, I think, you know, I've, I've, I have a unique set of. Life experiences that make make right. like and, and I said, well, I can make this, and we have. We, right. We've grown it. It's gotten better. It's, it's been great. It's yeah. a, it's it's yeah. it's uh it's probably quadrupled in size. Mm -hmm. Um, not maybe not quadrupled, but at least almost tripled in size. Yeah. You know, go from one team, and, I, and that makes me that that kind of stuff. So like when I you ever there's oh there's a there's a um there's a song on the radio, and you're talking stuff. So like when I not here anymore. Like they're going to talk about who you were and what you did, yeah. what you know, and, yeah. and um, and I hope that uh, when when that happens, they're like he kept trying to make people around him better. Yeah, like like you, not you. Need, you don't need me, but like yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 right, 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 right. You know, or like or, or um, you know, my my kids, my wife, my coworkers. Like I want, to, I I want to help. Yep. And um, and it's and it's a strange thing, but when I'm not here anymore, they go. My my grandfather went probably one of the most the biggest influences of who I am. Had his papa, yeah. and you know him well. Yeah. He yelled at us one time for hunting yeah. when we were skipping school. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yep. Well, no, we anyway we got anyway. So <laughs> I, we went. I went to his funeral, and everywhere I've ever been in my life, people spoke highly of him yeah. and my dad. Right. Yeah. So like, I when I went to my grandfather's funeral. His preacher, who had been a preacher for a very long time, talked about it. And I was like, if someone talks about me like that when I'm finished, you did a good it, you you yeah, yeah. And it had and it, not one word out of their mouth was about how much money he had. Yeah. 
or how, or how, or how, or how rich he was, or the things he had. It was all about what he did for people, how he did for people. And the things like, I'll, I'll do a quick story. The preacher's son got killed in the car wreck. Not talking this before. Mm-hmm. So the preacher's son got killed in the car wreck. This is, this is my grandfather's preacher forever. The first person that people called was my grandfather, not them. So yeah. he's got to be the one to go over there and tell him. Yeah. Yeah. And they told that story, and, and they went on a long thing about like, he was kind. He was genuine. He was caring. Mm-hmm. He, but he was not scared to do hard things. Right. And that's a, yeah. Like that was not scared it, it, to do it, hard things. Not scared. It yeah. hit me like I'm not because I was scared to do hard things. Right. Like I was scared, like naturally I was scared to like something a challenge you like man. I'm, but now I think I think about that every time something hard's about to happen. Yeah. I, my I can do it. Yeah, and then it's and your dad was the same way. Yeah. You know, and 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 I I selfishly won't be satisfied with this podcast unless we talk about your dad and because I, I know he has been a big probably the biggest influence on a lot of who you are how you think how you approach that how you compete i mean yeah. I, and well, i haven't really gotten into this but you are hands down the most competitive person i know to my fault it annoys the hell out of me. Right. Like we'll we'll get to tossing a ball across the room just just to have something to do, and you're going to turn it into a contest. And then we're going to be about fighting when we're done. I you know? know, but that has that competitiveness has led to a lot of good in your life, um, a lot of success. I know it comes from your dad. So talk about both for a little bit. You don't. Uh, <laughs> um, so I I was blessed. To have the best dad you could ever have in the world, right? So, like, I mean, lots of people can say that. Some people cannot say that. Um, uh, I was blessed to have someone that, when you, if you grew up to be just like him, you'd be doing all right. Yep. Right. And so, the biggest thing that uh, you know I, I learned from him was he treats everybody with respect day one. If he meets you new or you're not, you're he, he's a, he's a, now you know the older people get you know. <laughs> get a little bit more irritable, like, but, but, but as a kid, everywhere I went, and this is something I was proud of. People, people, people were we gravitated to him. People liked him, but he was he taught us to be honest. He taught us to be hard work. My dad got up every single day for thirty years and drove an hour to work across a ferry to work ferry, then drove thirty miles to work and came home every single day. When he got home, my dad would get home. He'd walk inside and change and then walk right back outside and either play with us or work or work work. That's what he does. Yeah. So it was consistency. My never dad stopped moving. never yeah. stopped. My dad never stopped being no, he never did anything giant. Mm-hmm. Like it was always like, get up, do your job, work hard, come home, do it again. I mean it was my dad got my dad didn't miss work. Right. Like he, he, he was not up. Like he, so what he did was just that taught me to be like that. Now he also, my dad was a very good athlete. Right, I aspired to be like him. I wanted to be like him, and we we would play basketball or we would play stuff in the yard, and we would go at it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was and it was. And Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. Don't let's not just ease past because he wouldn't want to talk about. He's the most humble person I ever talked about. But your dad was a good athlete. So my dad was um, elite, elite, extreme. Yeah. Talk about it a little bit, and then go into where you were talking. So my dad's uh, big. My dad. Um, was an all-American um, football player, um, but you know I think similar to me when he so when he was in high school um, he was an all-American football. He's in the high school hall. He's in his hall of fame, and he went to a very, the biggest high school in Virginia, one of the biggest high schools in Virginia. 
Um, he was an All-American football player, all everything baseball player. He was just a really good athlete. He would never tell anybody that. Um, his lost, lost, their team lost to the team so, from so the team the that went to the championship. Yeah. Remember the Titans? Mm-hmm. That's he, they lost to them. My dad was hurt. Yeah. We'll talk about that. But um, he um, so if you ever watched the movie Remember the Titans, my dad's senior year, or year was that year, and he was heavily involved in that year. But it's, it's crazy. But we'll talk. That's just yeah, something. Go ahead. But um, you know, my his mom. The only reason I know this stuff is because his mom kept the giant book of all his accolades. Right, every letter from every coach. That he, so you name a university, Notre Dame, Florida State, Alabama, Alabama. You have a letter from their coach, whoever, Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant. Yeah. whoever the coach was there. Yeah. Dear Buzz Mintz, yeah. blah, blah blah, we love you. Not not a um, type, but some of them type. Most of them are handwritten. Yeah. And they're kind of neat. And so he would. So he's an athlete, right? And so when I was a kid, I, mean, I want to beat him. Yeah. And so I want to beat him bad. And I'll, so you know, um, when I was 16 years old, we were at the garden. My dad lost the garden. We were at the garden up there. On Davistown, we had a garden up there, and I have been trying to beat my dad in a race my entire life. And so we, we go to the garden. I'm six, I'm 16 now. Like you're an elite, you're elite by then, right? And I still had not beaten him right. in a foot race. You're almost at your peak. You're almost yeah, there, yeah. and uh, and uh, I beat him. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I'd race a thousand times, yeah. and he never raced me again after that day. That was it. Oh, never, never, yeah. never yeah. once yeah. has he raced yeah. me. He never once raced me again. And I still think he could have beat. I barely beat right, him. Right, right. So anyway, um, so. Uh, so that's part of you know, um, he, he's a, he was an athlete. So yes, but I would tell, but part of that was me seeing him. So like you think about like historically like these great athletes or jer- you know some people are jerks or or they're you know, most popular kids are jer- my dad was not he is as hum- humble about his success as anybody and it taught me to kind of I, I never wanted to be um, boisterous or loud or but I wanted to win right and he he instilled that in me mm-hmm. I mean we we. Here's another thing, and you mentioned this one time. Um, I will compete as hard as I can, and when it's over, turn the switch off. Yeah, and yeah. people can't do something. Right. And, and he, I learned that from him too. Like we would battle it out, and then two seconds later, we're good to go. Yep. And yep. Um, and I mean, you you said something, mm-hmm. about, and it's the truth. Some people have a hard time turning yeah. that switch off. Yeah, I, I, I let things linger, right. but, um, no. and, and I have to fight hard hey. to. To fight the competitiveness in me because I know that it's a net negative for me right. yeah, it was most of the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. uh, but no, it, that's good, man. And and I, I wish you know. But before you go on, yeah. My favorite, my my dad is the best person. Yeah. I he, yeah. he, he, it doesn't get so. Was, I'm lucky enough to, and we all yeah. that, that we know him and that he's part. Of, and, and been a big influence in my life as well. Me too. Like, um, me you too. Know, it, it's and. Still is. I still admire how he is with with y'all's kids and you know the grandchildren. grandchildren. Yeah. Um, he's out every chance he gets. He's got one of them out hunting, fishing, something. Unselfish. Little Unselfish. Yeah. Unselfish. And, yeah. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but big influence. Yeah. And and now you're you. So you know, I I, I burned the boats mm-hmm. last year and, and left my farm bureau career. What you talked about earlier, you feel like you're you're letting everybody down, but I, I had to do it. You yeah, know, I yeah. had to follow some well, yeah. some other passions I had. But it what made it easier for me is as I was going out, they they gave me the opportunity to kind of help with the succession plan, like who's going to come into my small town office mm-hmm. and pick up and um you know it was immediate it's got to be jake and then you know they had to go through the process to make sure they were comfortable with that but ultimately it ended up with you 
now back in your hometown. It's amazing. Having a much bigger influence on people, on people, on the company. Yeah. They're they're making you a part of just about every little pilot program and yeah. you know everything like that. And uh, it, well, I was telling so so like you know there's always opportunities like to go up right mm-hmm. or, you know to go. But now I think about it all the time. I'm like I I really love what I do. Yeah. Like I really like yeah. the, I, and, it's, and and you know how it is when you take over a new team or you start doing something new, it's not really yours. Right. It takes, I mean, you have to build like a relationship and cultures right. and, and it takes a second. And for me, it was a little bit frustrating at first because I jumped in like, I'm the coach, right. you know what I'm saying? But it, it, I, I should have realized real quickly, like, um, like right now, it's starting to feel like mine. And it, like it's starting to feel like, it's starting mm-hmm. to feel more like what, what I would want it to be, yeah. like, who it is for me. And, um, you know, I'm really, really, really happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. And so, um, and I, and, and, and thanks to you for being there because yeah. I mean that's you, you got me to start you got me here and you create a nice place to, to be I'll, but I'll tell you this um, you know we I have really good people that I work with mm-hmm. and I have really good a uh, really good agency I, I'm trying and I have to hire someone right now yeah. and I'm hiring someone and I'm, I'm trying to create this team where we're, we're different like I want my insurance team to be different yeah. like I want it to be like not a reflection of me, but like kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like everywhere I go, I want to be, I want to, I want to be honest and I want to be genuine with people. I want everybody to know that, Hey, here's the options. Here's what we do. This is not good for you. So you need to do this. Like you need to stay where you are. Like, like yesterday I was at a lady's house. I spent two hours with her and um, we, we, she bought, she bought nothing from us to do anything. And that's maybe that would be a waste of time for some people. Um, Actually, a referral from one of your family members, I don't know if you know. Um, so I said, she, and she, uh, her life insurance policy was in great shape. wasn't with us. Her homeowner insurance, her all, all, and I, and I left, and I left there knowing, like she's way better. She understands everything she has. She, she thanked me. She was going, you know, just super excited. And I'm, just, I'm trying to create a whole team of people that go and we care about taking care of them. We do the honest thing. If, if, if it's what's best for them, is what's best for us. If we keep doing that over and over and over, if we keep doing that over and over with our with our Surrey people, with our New Kent, James City County, Charles City, Yorktown, if we do that over and over, we will be the best insurance agency in the state. Yeah, and that's what I'm that's literally what I'm going for. Like no question, you keep that the priority, right. then all the other things will happen. You'll make money. You'll get those sales. That lady you met with yesterday, whether you care about it or not. At some point, she when somebody asks her about insurance agents, she's going to be. I just said I didn't buy anything from him, but y'all need to give Jake Mintz a call. You yeah. know that's how the and you're not being that way for that no, result. No, that's what comes from being that way. No, yeah, I, 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 I just don't. I know that a lot of people in our industry have a bad reputation, mm-hmm. um, or in every rep. There's, there's, there's like, older I get, it seems like the worse yeah. I feel about it. But I, I do. I think you're different. What I mean by that, it's different, and it's a service to your family and to your to your I mean, to your com- your customers if you do those things the right way. You're the same way. Right. It's like like it's strange and it's sad that you stand out when you're doing the right thing over right. and That's think about that. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, right. it it's 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 it should be a niche. And then and then you your the things that keep you up at night are the one or two few things that happen where you feel like somebody thinks you didn't do the right thing. Gosh, you did. Like when you know you did, you know what your intent is, but you feel like or they've said something or whatever. And I, I you know, over the years you're gonna have some of that. Sure, but sure. like I just want to sit people down. It's like, no, please understand. My intent is always good. 
you to be the priority. I know it might not feel that way because yeah. you just had a rate change or yeah. something canceled. But empathy, kindness, like that's where we're at. So I, I have three children, right? And I, my main goal, and we probably talked about this, but my main goal is to have three adults go into the world who are who are empathetic, yeah. kind, hardworking, true to themselves. Yeah. Like so, so I feel in the business world a little bit like a zebra walking around with a bunch of gazelles. Mm -hmm. I really do. I, in the because I, I don't feel business minded, right? right? I don't. I feel people minded. Yeah. I felt like that my whole life. Yeah. Like I don't feel business minded. That doesn't mean it can't be business minded, but I feel people driven more right. than and, and I. You, 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 you see, you see what I'm trying to say here? Like, like, so I'm not excited as much. Like, when I do a big sale, you and I did a, a real estate transaction, right? Mm -hmm. And I made a, a decent amount of money off it. It didn't excite me that much, mm -hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't. And, and we talked about it. Like, it didn't. And everybody's, and you're doing this podcast, and a lot of people are going here, and they're going to be business minded people. I told, I was talking to Bob Brown, mm -hmm. but he came down to my office. Um, couple weeks ago and I told him I said I, sometimes when I'm in a room I feel like I'm the zebra with a bunch of because I just don't feel that I think the way that they do and it takes all time so and you're right and and I think that's what you know gives you an edge whether you want to I mean you know it but it's and again it's a it, it applies to whatever you're talking about it's not just insurance no. it's, it's real estate that same deal that you and I did together which was Funny, and I'll tie it to real estate a little bit, but I had my eyes on a on a vacant house um, in a, the next county over. That's in right in the historic area. It's a nice house, but nobody's living there. So Jake's a better salesperson than me, and I'm pretty good at sales. But I said, Jake, well, it's a challenge. Yeah, I said yeah. I got a challenge for you. Yeah. Find out who owns it. Connect with them. This is what I need to pay for it. Every penny you can get it below that. When we worked out a, a deal sure, where you, you got something yeah. out of it. But it was a challenge for me to give you that challenge. Then once we locked it up, we got it under contract. For me, the challenge was I, I, the numbers have to be there. I can't lose money. I've got to make money. But it was now I've got a puzzle to solve. Yeah. And at the end of this, what's going to happen? I have a cute little house in the historic town of Smithfield that somebody's renting. And they're, they're a retired couple. And they're having the time of their life living in downtown Smithfield. Right. And when I ride by that house, I don't think, well, I'll make you know, $600 a month off that house. Right, right. I think, look at that couple on the back me, porch, me drinking too. wine, having a great time. Okay, so so, so you're getting excited now yeah. because that that right there, I drive by the same house yeah. and think the same thing. Right. Like, it looks amazing. What they've done and, you know, with that back porch. The back porch. And that's, you know, and I, when we did it, like, I was sad that I didn't get more excited about it. Yeah. I'm talking about the money part. Right, right. Like, I mean, because it was the you, you, you know, but money happens, man. It just so I, I didn't get. I, I, we, we only had a lot of money on it, yeah. and, and short for not much to do. Right, right. And I remember thinking, um, not not a lot of money. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying. But for a short, yeah. I made a decent amount of money on it. And I was like, I. The best part about it was talking to the lady next door. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Figure out who owned it. And that was my guy that owned it. That I bought from. He was just so like saved him. He gave. He's a buyer. It took a huge headache off him. That part, I love that part. But I will tell you this. It's just what you just said. We drive by that house all the time, mm -hmm. and I'm, I get excited every time. Now there's another one down there. I drive by. I'm disappointed that I didn't. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, we put you on that one, but yeah, yeah. the uh, and what's uh, kind of it's coming full circle now because that that couple is moving down to Florida. They're moving out December 18th. You don't know this, but uh, 
and Bill and I are now, uh, we're going to, Katie and I are going to use it kind of as a second residence no. while we're, we're going to furnish it and stuff, but then Bill and I are going to use it as an office and a podcast. Studio. I can't so, wait yeah, to that. Well, you got to bring me back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Jake, we, we can keep going, man. I got so many things um, I want to keep talking about. This podcast is not going anywhere. We're going to keep it going forever. Sure. So you, sure. you will be back. And sure. I, I, you know, I would, I, I, I would like to, um, every podcast, I want to give the listeners a tangible thing they can take away, go look up right now, buy whatever. So what's a book or a podcast or something like that that's been influential to you that you think if somebody went and looked it up, bought it, read it, listened to it, would, would get some value from it? Uh, well, a um, couple things. It's not going to be business related, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so it's podcasting. Yeah, yeah, so, so, right. So, so you mentioned Jocko. Yep. You put me on that. Mm-hmm. Stream ownership. That was my favorite um, mindset change book. Yeah. I mean, it just has been because I, I, I feel like I was like that, but it gave me, it reassured, it made me feel more empowered to be like that. Yep. So if you've never been on extreme ownership or any of those, there's a couple of different things. There's a training manual thing. Have you ever read that? Yep, I've read it. And the dichotomy yep, uh, that's is the second book, which will follow. Yep, yep, same, same. Yep. But even the, tra- the training manual that you, yep. it, it, you can do small, like if you have a business and you want to kind of like start improving your, no, I'm like, I just sit in my head. Yeah, of course. I went through Jocko's course. Yeah, 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 right. Or yeah. Even that, but even that little book, yeah. if you just, if you were trying to do something simple, that would be something. But I'll tell you, um, in your, this is kind of cliche, but God love Coach K. Yep. I've always loved Coach K. I think Coach K mastered something that most people can't master, and that is bringing a bunch of pieces together who are huge pieces and biggest fish in the pond, wherever they came from, and figure out a way to make them teams. He always did that. And his biggest example of that, he made a book about it, and you should read I want you to read it. You never read it, but I want you to read it. I have the book. I just have not. The, the, the one about the Olympics? Okay, so he's got going for the gold award, I think is what it is. It's Coach K's no, gold standard. Does he have more books? He's got five, six. Okay. I don't know. So, okay. so this ahead. is the one where he where he wrote a book about being the Olympic coach. Okay. You, you need you got to read. All right. All right. So he has Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, the biggest, baddest people. He has talents, all of it. Yeah. And he, you, it is a it is a bible for how to bring a team together. Yeah. And it. and and if you're trying to now, if you're not a sports person, it might not be something. You know, you might not get into it. I love sports. I love every. I love every. I love competition. Like I love sports. It doesn't matter what it is. I love it. You know, what I'm saying I. I sit there and watch a wrestling tournament on TV that night, which is silly. But anyway, so so real quick, that book. So Jocko, Coach K's book about the Olympics is called "Going for the Gold" or "Gold Standard" or something. Order it today. Yeah, and then the last, you'll love it because it's just good. Yeah, and then um, and then John Wooden. Um, coach from UCLA. Mm-hmm. I'm not real big on like, like I'm a big ACCC person, and I've never go read his book. Yeah. So what's funny is I don't think you've listened to Patrick's podcast to the end. Uh, that was his book. But John Wood's book. Yeah. yeah no he's way. Talking about just like the it is amazing. Foundation of discipline. How he went so far as to teach him how to put their socks on. Yes, sir. And I, I, so Patrick, I, made that I did not know that. That's two coaches that are giving the same. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous that he beat me to the point. Yeah. I uh, listen. It is it is so good, yeah. and he talks about. You know, I haven't read. So no, 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 he lives he lives so humbly. Like yeah. this is the greatest coach of all time. He lived in an apartment at the end of his life, a tiny little apartment that wall to wall of books. Yeah. He read book after right. book after book, and and tried to improve in all ways. But the details that he it is good. And how you treat people 
like how you treat people, how you care about them, what you think of them, and then the, and then the standard, right? There's a standard that that you. I tell this all the time. Kids want discipline. Mm -hmm. People want discipline. They want to be held to a standard. I don't care what people say because it gives them direction and gives them something to turn on for. And we, you might not think that you want direction. You right. might not think those. So Coach K's books about that. Mm -hmm. John Wooden's books about the details and treating how to treat people. And then Jocko, those are the three that I would. Yep. I didn't know he said that. that, that yeah. Stole my thunder there. No, no, it's yeah. good. Yeah. But you, um, I'm gonna throw in a book that um, this probably isn't like this. This is more of a leadership book about um, managing or coaching people's strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. But you put me onto this, but I don't even remember it when you weren't a manager with Farm Bureau. You were an agent. I was managing a team. I was having some struggles. And at the time, my focus was on, the weaknesses. on their weaknesses. How can I Strength finder. I love book. it. So you, love you put me on that book. I yeah. went and read it that week. And usually I'll do an audio, but I actually bought that book. And... Ever since reading that book, I have flipped my philosophy on his head. I, if you're good at something, we're going to lean be, in on that and be let's badass go. at it. Let's go. And if you're weak at something, we're going to figure out either how to delegate it or or you know, mask that and yeah. just let somebody else deal with it. But let's go all in on what you're good at. I've done it myself. I've, I've spent so many years focusing on the area. So, like, focus is a tough yeah, area. Right, right, right. Like, staying locked in yeah. on something. Yeah. Or organization, I'm right. not great with that. When I figured out the things I was really good at and leaned in on it because of that book, um, and, and in business, like I'm not organized. So what I do? A partner with Bill Phillips, who's great. I suck at IT. A partner with Tim Blodgett, who's good at that. But wait, you know, listen, it, it, it is okay. That Street Fighter book, right? It's it, great. It it, yeah. it changed my. It, well, it reinforced who I what I thought I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So like, who can? Why would you waste so much time taking something from ten percent to twenty percent instead of taking your eighty percent to one hundred and fifty percent? You know, your eighty yep. percent is what changes the world. Yep. Your eighty percent is what changes your life, and that is your strength. That is the sword you were given. Yep. Okay, the pebbles you were given are your weaknesses. Right. The sword you were given is is your strength. And how much fulfillment does it give you to lean in on the things that you're good at rather than try to focus on the you, things you things want that you to suck at? You, you, know? you, you, Right. You want to go to things you're good at, right. which makes you better at them, right. which gives you your stronger sword, your sharper sword. I'm telling you, yeah. it is something straight finder. Yeah, so we'll, there's a series of that. I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll put those books in the show notes. Wow. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Really good stuff. I um, gave that book to people. I'm, you know where I got that book from? HR. Diane Hoover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it, we've got a couple of good books over, over the years. But um, yeah, man, I, I think that's a, a good. Good place to kind of wrap this thing up, man. I appreciate you. Like I said, you've, you've been um, top of the mountain for me as far as influences on my life. You, you're a big part of my life, my family's life. Um, you, you, you know, uh, your wife, your kids are, you know, I, I love all of them just like I love my own. Right. We do so much together. Um, and I just can't wait. I look forward to the next infinite number of years doing that mm -hmm. um and, and watching you grow and what you do right um and being such a part like you're rooting for me and bill because we're we're such good friends but like you said you just want to help and you will you'll have an influence on what we're doing whether you're a part of it no, or not right. you're always going to have an influence but i think you know? I, I, i'm a, i'm a, I'm a pro bono consultant uh, right, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and maybe that's just to a flaw for a lot of people but i really want to help and you know that I, I'll say this, um, if, if you were talking about 
uh, y'all, and you're, you've been asked about superheroes, and I haven't got to finish it up. Yeah. But like, um, not so many, you know, whatever. But um, like, I would list my friends. Like, mm -hmm. I have, we mm -hmm. have really good friends. Yeah. Like, I, and, like, and um, you know, there are not a lot of them. You know, I would think there's eight of them or something like eight to ten or something. Mm -hmm. like, and and uh, it's, don't get to, it's a streak of our life. Right, we, we might get together with them once a year. Maybe. Yeah, because everybody's kind of moved on, got crazy right. families. Right. But when we get together, our small bubble of friends, we pick right up. Um, I, one of my mentors, uh, anyway, I hear him talk about it a lot. He doesn't see his people from high school very often. When they get back together, it's right back where they left off. So many laughs. We 100%. love each other. And, 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 you it's know, a strength of our life. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, our families, like, my, so... But the best part, like I have an amazing life, an amazing kids. Like I, I have been blessed mm -hmm. to the highest level with family. Yeah. Like it doesn't get any better, and friends. Yeah. And some people don't get either. Yeah. Like they go through life, and we, you, we can't take that for granted. Nope. And nope. so that's something. That yeah. Yeah. Good. So okay. I, I love it, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud, I'm to, proud to, to be your friend. And um, you know, it's uh, like I said, we'll we'll drop those books in the show notes. I, I know everybody's gonna get a lot of value out of this. Um, I want it. We'll do this maybe on the next time we get together. I want to kind of go down the road of talking about the insurance industry a little bit, but that's gonna bore some folks. We'll get into it next time. Yeah. I know so. I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, um, I'm not far. but we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, man. I appreciate you. Love you. And uh, y'all have a good one. All right, folks. Uh, so there you have it. Our interview with Jake Mintz. Um, as you can tell, he brings a lot of passion, a lot of energy. Um, he brings that to like, like we discussed in the interview. Um, I've known Jake for pretty much all my life and um, he's always brought that, that high energy. He can kind of pump up any room. That's just a coach in him and uh, the competitor in him. And uh, so it follows him around everywhere. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, as I mentioned, leading into the podcast and in our intro, um, we did have some audio difficulties. Um, we didn't realize it until towards the end of the interview. Um, and we apologize for that, but the content and the conversation was so good. Uh, we elected not to go back and do a re-recording of it. Uh, we're just letting it roll like it was. Um, so a little bit of an echo. And as I mentioned in an earlier podcast, um, this is new to us. So we're, we're testing different things and different, um, microphones and stuff like that so it's not always going to be perfect and you know we'll evolve and and improve as we move forward with it but what matters most is that you can understand and hear what we're saying which you could for the most part in that interview and uh hopefully you know some of you got some some good takeaways from it so um as always we'll we'll drop the uh links to the books we talked about in the podcast um if you're in virginia um, look up Jake. He's on social media. Um, and we'll drop his contact information in the notes as well. Um, he's, he's a wonderful insurance agent, works for the company that I, I previously worked for. Um, he's based here in Surrey County, but he's got a large territory, a large reach and can service and write insurance all over Virginia. So, uh, don't, don't hesitate to give him a, him and Farm Bureau, a, a ring. Um, but with that, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, as always, the, the podcast is presented by 608B Capital. Um, and so if you have any investment or lending or borrowing needs, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us um, at 608B. Um, but we'll wrap it up. Hope, again, hope you all enjoyed that. Jake was a wonderful guest and uh, look forward to seeing you all next time on Burning the Boats.